don't forget, it ain't the first 48, bro. It's 60 minutes, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. The crew is back together again, the full crew. My name is Jake, his name is Drew, his name is Will, his name is Trippy, his name is motherfucking Grant. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, people? We back, y'all. Hello. Peace among worlds, Drew. Peace among worlds, you fuck. (laughs) Anyway, so... Let's jump into this shit. Things happened this weekend. The Chiefs have lost two straight. The Jags have lost two straight. The Dolphins lost to the fucking Titans. I don't even believe that's a real team. They're like birds. They don't exist. But you know who keeps on winning? The fucking Ravens. The Ravens hosted the Rams. Ravens came off the bye. It was a fucking nail biter. It pissed me off early. But you know what happened? We won the damn game. Fucking Tyler Wallace issued into duty, like just shoved into duty because Duvernay got hurt. Returns the was it returns the game winning punt return for a tutty to seal returns the deal. Game winning punt return. That's fucking right. He, re- he it's a game winning return. punt return. That's right. Hey, I'll give a fuck. I'm stuttering. You son of a bitch. But anyway, <laughs> punt return for a tutty. Tyler Wallace, man, put the team on his back though to win the game. So, Drew, you know what to do. I'm going to start with you. Don't stutter. Give me your thoughts. That was a bell. Yeah, I, I don't I don't stutter because I, you know, I'm well thought out. Um, we were very wrong on how that game would go in terms of it being a run-heavy versus a pass-heavy game. They couldn't get shit going with Gus. I think he only rushed for like 15 yards. Keaton Mitchell cracked 50, but he also had one pretty big run. That was most of that total. Most of that game offensively was Lamar with his arm and his legs. And other than that one pick that he underthrew to Bateman and Bateman really gave no effort on to, you know, I guess bail Lamar out. Uh, he looked good all game. Uh, credit to Todd for keep dialing, you know, keeping dialing up deep shots. It was, uh, we've been screaming for it here all week, you know, all, all year basically that, you know, we need to take more deep shots and Lamar's not going to develop confidence in his deep ball if we don't throw more deep shots. And then we connected on three for touchdowns, including the game-winning one to Zay, or, um, you know, the, the one that tied it up to Zay. So, I mean, overall, it was a, a pretty solid game. Defense was a little sloppy. I think that we left the middle of the field open a little bit too often for my liking. They also have Nakua and Cooper Cup, who are sort of built to live in the middle of the field. And they definitely took advantage of some matchups there. Marlon looked a little rusty coming back from his injury. I mean, you, you come away with a win – and your kind of bad news coming out of that game was Kyle Hamilton was injured, but Kyle Hamilton practiced today. So I really, really nothing but good things to say about that game. You know, you, Gra- you had the grade one MCL grade one MCL. So as far as yeah. the injuries go, that's about as, as good as you can get, unless it's like, you know, a sprain, like, meniscus, a, one, yeah, like, like a meniscus issue or something, you know? Yeah. In terms of uh, just a knee injury that he could have had, I and mean, people were saying ACL when he went down and things like that. So it wasn't that, which is great. 
I mean, again, it just everything came up Ravens again. Yep. Um, even that punt return, you got some. You got away with a block in the back. Uh, I think it was Kohler who you know blocked somebody way behind. I've the play, seen different. I've seen a, I've seen a couple different angles of that, and I think it's uh, you know it, it could have been called or could and or not, and you have uh, equal. I think you know validity for validity yeah. to, for for either argument. I think you know. But um, I guess you know the fact that it wasn't called again comes up Ravens there and come away with the win. The Rams are a sneaky good team. They're not, um, you know, people put them in like the top five contenders. They talk about them being NFC contenders. I'm not sure they're that good, but they're not some slouch either. They've had uh, some rough injury luck this year. And I feel like that's part of why they were, you know, they don't have a great record so far. And they also played a pretty good, uh, you know, division. So again, really no complaints on my end. I just, I love the fact that we kept throwing deep with Lamar and they, they hit when it mattered. Well, it's, you know, it's um, the biggest difference. I mean, aside from the fact that the offense just looks so different is, is the ability of Munkin to, to deviate from script and have a, he has, he has, he has game feel, I think. Yeah. Grant, Grant do you agree with that? He has pretty I good do. game feel. So like, and that's one of the things like we talked about early on is his in-game adjustments. And it's already, yeah. I mean, anything's above what Greg Berman would do in an in-game adjustment. And I think Munkin is really good at doing that. It's just him, not, not being getting stupid. too complacent and like not yeah. when he sees something like working, he he he's not afraid to stick with something that's working. And I feel like right. Greg Roman Greg Roman, Roman was the game. opposite. Roman Greg Roman was straight script. Straight Greg script. Script and script. Well, and but the to- the few times that he went off script, he he would abandon what works. So like the one the the first game that comes to mind is the the uh, twenty nineteen playoffs against Tennessee, and you know we had that. Mark Andrews tip ball that turned into an interception. And then we basically didn't fucking run the ball for the rest of the game. I think we ran the ball like four times after that on, on, on design run plays. Yeah. So like, yeah. and it's like it, we're, you know, n- this game is not in a position where you need to be throwing the ball for three and a half quarters. So, I mean, we've, t- we've been telling people all off season, you know, there were a lot of people that didn't like the monk and hire. They were crying for Eric B um, you know, called another nepotism hire by Harbaugh because allegedly his brother-in-law told him to hire um, oh, his, sister. And, yeah. his sister. It, it was his brother-in-law. His sister is married to Tom Crean, who's the Georgia basketball coach who told but him to hire. Tom Crane didn't. I'm telling yes, you. It Tom, was his... Tom, Tom Crane told him to. I'm we telling you his sister. We can Google this. It was Tom Crean. Why, why would you listen to his sister in that situation? I'm telling you. No, nah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. I think it was the sister, but Tom did have a big part in that shit, though. You feel me? Because he's fr- because it's, they're friends. Just, cause they, cause because they, both... they work at the same school. Because, right. you know, Tom, Tom Crean's an actual sports coach and his sister's not. So, fuck are we doing here? My God. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Todd, <laughs> Jesus. that was a good hire. I'm glad we didn't yeah. get Eric the enemy because right now, it looked like he ain't even gonna be in Washington next year. So, no, I mean, was a good hire. And and like Grant said, he ESPN headline: How John Harbaugh's sister helped get Todd Bunkin hired. Okay, now read the article because we don't we don't listen to four letter fake news outlets. When it gets to the part where it says Tom Crean and John Harbaugh discussed Todd Bunkin's you know competitive fire, and that's part of why he got the interview. Let me know. So when Baltimore parted ways with offensive coordinator Greg Roman last month, Joni Joni called Harbaugh and said, you've got to talk to Todd Munkin. He's amazing. He's a great coach. We've seen what he's done here at Georgia. We? 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 We. Would that be we, her, and her husband? 
Tom Green, the Georgia her, basketball her and coach. every other person, every other Georgia. We fan. we as we as in her and her husband. So Tom she Green said it. She said it. You're you're so, this Tom is Green. A, this is, you can't Green. Uh, you can't use semantics here. You said that Tom Green told told John Harbaugh. And it, do you I, think do you think John Harbaugh's sister has a fucking clue about this? It says it right in the article. She's the one who told him. Who wrote the article? Jameson Hensley. Yeah. Okay. That dipshit. Yeah. That's who we're. That's who we're trusting. Thank you. Was that before or after <laughs> he was trying to expose our quarterback for you know allegedly being homophobic? Want me to go home? find? Want me to go find Jeff's? Yeah. I'd like, sure he wrote I'd like the same find, article. I'd like to find Jeff's because I actually trust him as a source. That would be ideal if we're if we're going to go down that route. Or you could just say you know yeah you're right the wife probably didn't doesn't work with Todd Munkin but Tom Crean did and Drew's right as usual. At some point, you're going to find a quote that said that Tom Crean, you know, raved about how passionate Todd Munkin was about football, and that's why they hired him. But anyway. Um, but not, that, not erases, that erases the whole uh, quote that I just read you, that the sister is the one who called? I who fucking called. It was whose uh, opinion it was that, that got him hired. It's a direct quote from her. No, it's a direct quote from Jameson Hensley. There are quotes around it. Do you know what the, those are in journalism? Yeah. They mean that someone else said it. Okay, so you think Jameson Hensley's a credible journalist? Is that what we're doing here? He's quoting John Harbaugh. He is going down swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down at all. I'm winning this. I mean, look, like Matthew Judon doesn't have strip club pictures of any reporter but Jameson Hensley. So just, just saying that that guy's credibility is is shot. You think he even actually talked to Harbaugh? Probably not. Harbaugh's probably like, get out of here, dweeb. I don't want to talk to you. All right. Anyway, back to the back to the point. Todd Munkin, great hire. Um, Adjusting game, but also, you know, I, like Greg Roman would have run the ball 40 times up the middle with Gus Edwards, even if it wasn't working. And Todd right. Munkin clearly figured out that that wasn't working and that he needed the outside runs with Keaton Mitchell. He needed to let Lamar run the ball. And even though Lamar did not hit on a lot of deep shots, he threw them enough that, you know, when they connected, they mattered. And we have learned after the fact that Odell ran the wrong route. Um, they actually just dropped the wired. And the second Odell came off the field, Harbaugh hugged him and said, "You great play. I love you. You ran the wrong route." So, well, also, he said he said Lamar told me to tell you you ran the wrong route. So just just uh, just interesting just, that just, I'm sure yeah, Grant, was gonna, play. Grant was yeah, going to point that, that out, right? Because yeah, he didn't know what play <laughs> yeah, was called. He doesn't, he doesn't know, know what, what route. Called. He doesn't know what route's uh, supposed to be run on that. I mean, no, it's, it's just interesting that he's he's telling offensive guys, you know, what route they should be running, but has no idea what's going on on offense. Doesn't doesn't command the offense at all, according to Grant. Well, and, I mean, Odell had another good game too. So that's another yeah, bright side. Very of it. good game. Shitty, he had two, shitty he had weather. Two incredible catches. He did. He did. And I mean, if Lamar missed him on that one, I was going to be like, "Come on, dude." I mean, the weather was shitty, so benefit of the doubt, whatever. But yeah, but that's no, not I mean, Lamar missing him. Just to be clear, he ran the yeah. wrong route. He ran it the, the complete opposite direction of where it was supposed. Yeah, to no, be. no. I'm saying like, like well, where he ran and where it was, it was inside outside. So I mean. Yeah, but it still made me nervous as shit. But I'm glad he came down with it. Lamar but, um, put it exactly where it was supposed to be. Just we thought we here. thought that you know, I mean, we thought we were going to run away with it. Like you know, we were completely wrong, like Drew said. And you know, it was a weird game. It was uh, it was anything that we just didn't want to compete early on. And there was a lot of mistakes that were made that you know just. Bateman stuff, you know, quitting mm-hmm. on routes, um, the bad interception on the underthrown ball. Like, those are things that we put ourselves in those situations. But, you know, kudos to the Rams. Like, you know, like Drew said, they're not a slouch team. They're very well coached. They come out and fight both sides of the ball. Um, I thought they played a good game on both sides of the ball. 
Um, I thought Matt Stafford played a hell of a game. Kyron Williams went nuts. Uh, Nakua had a great game. Cooper Cup had a great game. I mean, no turnovers was huge for them too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Stafford threw for what over three hundred and three touchdowns and no and no picks. And you know, Kyron Williams ran for I think like one fourteen or something. So you know, that was a good game for them. But on the flip side, Lamar balled the fuck out, and you know, he still doesn't get enough credit as what he does. I mean, he threw for over three hundred, ran for seventy. You know, did what he could. He had the one bad interception, but if you take that back and then you add in, you know, if Bateman doesn't quit on his route, you know, the hypotheticals in that situation, you know, his numbers are or just video game-esque. And, you know, I thought that we didn't have to run the ball better with Keaton, but I'd like to see him more involved. And I want to see him more involved in the passing game. And one thing that Munkin does well and that you have to do in the new age of defensive football is you got to move the defense's eyes. And he does a great job at moving the defense's eyes, you know, with pre-snap, pre-snap motions, different formations. That's why the likely you know, touchdown runs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you... by the way, I'm pretty sure that that play – that that we scored that like we scored on it's there's a really similar play that we ran a couple years ago it may have come out right out of the roman playbook that this play but it's about timing when you use it but it was a uh it was the ravens were playing the cardinals and they ran a play almost exactly like that with with um andrews going on a wheel that uh it looked almost exactly the same and it ended up exactly the same too. It was, a, and the whole, the whole touchdown. point of that play is to, you know, you run the two crossing routes across the field and you shift the entire defense's eyes to the right side of the field. You keep the linebacker, you know, staying on Lamar so he doesn't roll out and run away with the ball and nobody's on Isaiah likely. Right. So, I mean, that, that's exactly the difference, you know, like that's what Grant's talking about with Munkin liking to shift the uh, defense's eyes with the motion and, you know, whatever other trickery he's got up his sleeve, but it, it works. It, it's it's nice to watch an offense that can put up 30 points and I don't want to punch my television while they're doing it. Because right. that's what I always felt like with Roman was that I was just, I was like on the verge of a mental breakdown every time watching them play. You know, the more and more we got uh, deeper into uh, Greg Roman's run. And yeah, defensively, so Kyron Williams ran for 114, like you said, and Nakua and Cup just seemed to be able to have their way over the middle whenever they wanted it. Like, and it well, wasn't even they, they're all timing routes. And St- Stafford was dropping absolute fucking dimes in that weather. Like the touchdown to Cooper Cup was an anticipation throw, and he had pressure yeah. in the face, and he just fucking dimed it. Yeah, and it just seemed like even when we got pressure on him, it didn't shake him. And so I don't know if that's a credit to Matt Stafford or uh, you know, detriment to our defense that they didn't hit him, that they were just, you know, getting in his face. I obviously don't want to see that happen again, but I feel like that's the kind of shit that happens when you play good quarterbacks is that they're not really, you know, they're not phased by Arthur Mollette running at them with their arms up. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like other quarterbacks we've played this year have been really rattled by that. You know, that, that the pressures, the pressures didn't mean as much this game as they did in the past. So I'd obviously like to not see that happen again, but again, wins a win and you walk away with no major injuries and a big one. So. Yeah. Well, uh, with Matthew Stafford, you know, Grant likes to talk about how much I don't like George Pickens. Um, my dislike for Pickens is warranted. Tom likes to talk about Matthew Stafford like he's fucking um, like Dan Orlovsky or something like he's he, it's crazy. Matthew Stafford well, you and is, I, is probably a Hall of Famer. I mean, well, you and I had a an in-depth discussion about this one time where I referred to Tom as a mentally challenged individual and said that was proof that mentally challenged people can like live on their own and be successful in society. Like this is Tom again. Tom doesn't like nice things. He hates SEC players. This has been proven. Like all the players that he just irrationally does not like came from SEC schools. And he just has 
horrific, stupid takes that he tr- doubles and triples down on. Matthew the, Stafford. The Matthew one Stafford one is, 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 I think, is the most egregious because, uh, look, I think every Ravens fan. I don't. Is there any Ravens fan who doesn't who doesn't like Joe Flacco? Right. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. We all love Joe Flacco, but yeah. I believe if we did not draft Joe Flacco, or if Joe Flacco didn't. You know, I mean, he was a first round pick, right? Wasn't what was he like the 26th pick or something? Uh, I think 17th Flacco was. Uh, he was somewhere. We traded up for him. Okay, whatever. So he's a first round pick. But okay, so if we didn't take Joe Flacco, we ended up with Matthew Stafford the following year, right? Because he's he's a year younger than Flacco, I think, right? Yeah, but he was also the first, first overall pick and we weren't going Oh, I'm just saying in a hypothetical play. world where Matthew Stafford is a Raven, the Ravens win multiple Super Bowls with Matthew Stafford. He is oh, he yeah. significantly better than Joe Flacco ever was. He is Matthew except Stafford. Except in January. Is, except for that one that one playoff run. Matthew Stafford is should have gotten the same hype that Mahomes got in terms yeah. of the throws that he makes and the the arm strength. And since he got hurt and has been, you know, he, he does it. He's lost a little bit on the ball. He's not quite the same guy as he used to be. But and people forget he would get the shit kicked out of him in Detroit. Yeah, and oh, didn't man, miss he games. Get destroyed. Didn't miss games. Could get the ball to Calvin Johnson. I mean, he made Kenny Galladay so much fucking money. Marvin Jones. That, well, Marvin Jones came from the Bengals, but he he got well, Marvin and, Jones paid twice. Yeah, in that one, in that one game where he freaking like broke his shoulder and went out and threw a t- a two point yeah. conversion with a broken shoulder, like and he was a rookie. Right, did you get my respect? Well, he's a fucking gamer. I mean, he he is a a very good football player. Also, high school baseball teammates of Clayton Kershaw. I feel like when you talk about Matthew Stafford, you have to mention that. Yeah, no one's ever talked about that before. No, it's like when you hey, talk you know, about. Hey, did Potter. you know? Did you know Pat Mahomes' dad played in the MLBs? I was not aware of that. Did you know James Conner had cancer? And beat it, and now he's in the NFL. Do we cover our bases for everything? Do you know, that, do you know uh, Jake Jake Fromm hit a uh, walk off home run in the in the Little League World Series? I, I was I was not aware of that. Ayo, did, Ayo, did you know that the Orioles won 100 games this year? 101. You know, the Orioles, yeah. you know the Orioles won zero playoff games this year. Ooh, All right, Drew. Killer. All right, Drew. Mood killer. <laughs> hey, but before we move on to the next subject, the man of the people, Trippy, was at the game. I was dumping where you were at, at, but I will ask. Vibe check. What was the vibe in the stadium? Um, you're talking about. Hold on. You're talking about Fox Field correspondent Trippy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. Who was shown on television? Yo, my phone was going off. Yo, I'm like, oh shit. Everybody, like, I just saw you <laughs> on TV. But um, to be honest with you, bro, the vibe, like, man, it was like a playoff atmosphere type of vibe. Like, we had our ups and downs. You know, the fans still stuck with it. But man, when Tyler Wallace yeah. scored. That fucking bank went like the bank went so nuts, bro. I swear to God, I wanted to run on the field and celebrate with the team. Like that's how crazy it was. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> you don't get fake fans in that kind of weather. You know what I mean? That that's right. that's not a game. That's not a game for the casual fan to show up. To. That's yeah, not anybody, uh, that's, yeah. That was Any, uh, that you had to that was want like the to game, be there. Yeah, that was like the game I went to a couple of years ago at, uh, against San Fran. I think oh, it was, uh, 20, yeah. that was, was 2019. That was 2019. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I mean, that was the grossest. I, I mean, I've been to a lot of gross Ravens games in the last 20 some years, but like that was the grossest game I went to. It was so fucking cold and it was pouring down and it was just like a dog fight. And I think, you know, we have the Dolphins and then the Steelers. I think that Dolphins game on New Year's Eve is going to be, I think that's going to be playoff atmosphere. Like, but especially if that's, that's going to get flexed to 425. 
it was like it's got to it's got to yeah I, I would put i would bet a lot on that um Shit, i don't what's think the, what's more. the what's the sunday night game that week Shit. it's uh the Vi- vikings packers so that could mean the nfc north so i think it stays yeah, with true. that that that's like actually a decent meaningful game but there's nothing meaningful at 425 so i think you see that game so you're going to get people who are going to go to that game with the intent of drinking all the way through the new year it's going to be a fucking wild crowd <laughs> it's going to be a wild crowd yeah, that, that game might good decide. Yep, that game might could decide the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, the Ravens keep winning. So I can't yeah, imagine. I, mean, about, I can't about, imagine unless unless it, it matters if we lose. Then I can't imagine that the Week 18 game is going to mean much for anybody. Other than Malik doesn't seem that way. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Or is that newly newly honestly if, if if things go the way that I would like to see them go. Let's say we drop one of the Niners Dolphins, like one of those two. Let's say we drop one of them. The way we finish up, if we go into week or week eighteen or whatever against Pittsburgh, I wouldn't mind seeing a Malik Cunningham appearance. I think you got to have Lamar play for a half. Yeah, um, you saw. I I think that you have to be concerned about rust, and you don't want Lamar. Well, we to be saw it in too... twenty. We saw it in twenty nineteen when RG yeah, you... and won that last game against them. Yeah, but I mean, I want I want to see him. I want to see Malik get the majority of the game. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar play like a quarter or something. But yeah, you almost treat it like a preseason see. game. You get you get Lamar a little tune up. You know, get him get him amped up for game day. Have him go through his normal routines and play a few series, and then give it to Malik. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Tommy Kern walked back his stupid story. So credit to Drew for once again telling you guys never trust anything that comes out of Tommy Kern's mouth. Well, um, let's see. First of all, this is me off that his name is Tom E. Curran, because it sounds like people are calling a grown man Tommy, Tommy. which is just wrong, which is just wrong. But yeah, if Bill Belichick wants to coach that team next year, Bill Belichick's going to coach that team next year. You you can't convince me otherwise. There's no shot they fire him. There's no, unless he wants to go somewhere else, there's no shot he's leaving. It, it, it's totally his decision. Bob Kraft is powerless to that shit. He's not going to run that guy out of town. That would be the fucking worst look of all time for that franchise. You can't run Tom Brady and Bill Belichick out in, you know, like a five-year window. Well, Bill Belichick ran Tom Brady out, so. Hey, bro, right, I'm but... sorry. I, I had to break this news, bro. Giannis, yep. however you say his last name, Otokopo, whatever. Bro, this dude got 64 points. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Michael Jordan would have scored more. Just, just that's saying. right. That, that's right. He would have, especially against the Pacers. No, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think Kobe would have scored more. We're we're an anti Kobe podcast. Um, you know what? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm an anti He's a Laker. Anti Laker podcast. He's a Laker. When, so uh, when Tracy McGrady scored, what did he score? Seventy. Yeah, and like just just the most fucking effortless seventy I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. So that so th- I mean this was a very long time ago. So uh, that that happened. I saw it happen, and uh, I sent on AOL Instant Messenger. I sent a message to Big Dog Dad, and I said, "Do you see what happened?" with Tracy McGrady because he was playing the Wizards. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he was like, no, what happened? And then my brain kicked in and I was like, I can tell him what actually happened or I can make something up. And I told him, I told him that because it was right after the DC sniper, I told him that a sniper <laughs> killed Tracy McGrady on the court against the Wizards. And back then you couldn't just like Google it. Yeah, yeah. you could. There's no Twitter, you know, so it was like, 
So he's sitting there with his dad and tells his dad that happened. And they both are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And they're like turning on the news to try and see like a, a, the news story. So uh, that, that just reminded me of Trippy breaking news. I was like, I, I, Trippy I, I can tell me at- anything right now and I'll believe it. <clears throat> I think I was I think I was at that game. That was in Washington, right? In DC yeah. when he yeah, scored that, that seven. Bro. Yep. I'm about to tell y'all a story, right? So my man uh Craig Singletary used to be a police officer. I used to go to the Pals and he used to always take us to like sports games, bro. That was my first game. I never forget. I might have been sitting in the last row, but all I kept remember, they kept saying, Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady. I'm like, damn, go drop 70 that night. That was wild. Trippy, what was the sniper? He dropped like 13 in like 45 seconds or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trippy was the sniper in my in my uh, made up story. He's sitting in the back, the the last row, up the top row, taking. He said, I'm tired of hearing this man's name. I'm taking him out. (laughs) And that was uh, talking basketball, new segment to the uh, zone. That's right. Yeah, my bad. We've we've inferred on it before, little bits and pieces here and there. So, hey, just. You yeah, know, when, the King, when the when the Kings and the and the Celtics were in the uh in the playoffs. Yep, precisely. Yeah, because fuck the Warriors and fuck the Lakers. But anywho, this is, before before we get into the game previews, let's little pivot and go back. This is episode eighty nine, the Steve Smith Senior episode. So I'll ask the group outside of blood and guts game against the Panthers. What's your favorite Steve Smith memory? I like the Jalen Ramsey dust up. That was uh. You know, mine was some, mine was Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones. Jones great too. That's stiff arm. First game, first That's game stiff of the season. Phenomenal. Yep. That's a yeah, guy he, that I wish we had gotten earlier in his career, just because again, great fucking player. Shit, there, I wish he was a on lot, the team. I wish he was on the team. Lot. I wish he was on the team right now. The team of OBJ, Zay <laughs> right? Flowers. Yeah. yeah, he was born to be a Raven. That's one of those guys. And there is another guy that was born to be a Raven that I think we have all. Recently talked about we need to pick this guy up. He's out there Sue. right now. Sue. Sue. Yep. No, Dominican Sue. Biggie Smalls and Dominican Sue. Yes. Oh, and again, he shores up your. I I think going into the year they expected Travis more out of Travis Jones and Broderick Washington in the run stuffing department, and they're clearly not getting it. Right. Um. I or they expected out of Matabike, and then Matabike's turned into this elite pass rusher, so they've stopped using him in that regard. And our you know, letting him focus on rushing the passer, which is the right move. But you, you need something to shore up the middle of that defensive line. And he's kind of an asshole, which we're sort of missing. Yep. Roquan's got that kind of that asshole streak to him, but it's not the same caliber. Like there's he's a professional you know, asshole. Yeah. I mean, stomping on players and shit like you, you need a little bit of that sometimes. You know what I mean? You, you kind of need that guy who's going to get a little dirty. But speaking of Steve Smith, man, I always think about like, could you imagine him and Bolden in a receiving core together? Like the physicality, like those. That two? would have been unreal. That would have been unreal. That would have been fucking. We would have easily won the Super Bowl that year. Like there would have been no, you know, fucking no doubt of that. They would back not have lost the game. We'd have gone yeah. back to back, guaranteed. Yeah, and our honorable mention is obviously Mark Andrews, but I don't know. I feel like that's the yeah. uh, you know, the boring choice. It is. Yeah, I'm with Smitty. We- we- we go for the gusto, and Agent Eighty Nine was his his time here was short, but it is memorable. And just like Drew said, you wish he was a career long Raven, and he never wore it to the end. 
But like, he, I, I he, embraced, barely, he I, embraced the city. He embraced the city. Yes. He, like he had loved. He loved wearing like being a Raven. Like he was, and he was vocal about that. And he's a dude that if he wasn't appreciative of it or he didn't like it, he'd fucking tell you. He'd be like, "Man, this place sucks." You know what I mean? Like he's not gonna hold back. And the way that he still raves about Baltimore. I mean, he was wearing the Ravens gloves the other day in Pittsburgh. That was mm-hmm. funny as shit. Yep, I feel like that's how we're gonna think of Odell in a couple of years too. Yeah, yep. I do too. Funny, Drew, you mentioned the. Steve Smith, Jalen Ramsey dust up when on Sunday night on NBC or Peacock or whatever shit you're trying to watch, the Ravens are going down to Duval County to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars, however the fuck you pronounce it. In England, they pronounce it Jaguars. Jaguars. London Jaguars. The the London Jaguars, but fuck them. Fuck fuck those tea drinking taxation is not theft wearing cunts. Okay. Red coats and shit. <laughs> Got to so, make hey. sure. Yeah, we're on. I'm, we're on I'm the glad, podcast. I'm glad he used. I'm glad he used. another word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wouldn't do that on this podcast. Plus, we didn't mention no, only here. only on so only in front of a life. Well, if you're talking about I'm London, I think it's okay to say it because it, it means that something means different. Cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Cigarette over there. It's fine. London fact. London fact. It's so. It's just so so easy to treat them the cigarette. I'm just saying, it's a European cigarette. But well, furthermore, on the live stream, that was Zach who said the other word before I did. So I, I got the green light. Before like I did. I said, he just kind of dropped yeah. that so, in before I did. Just like just like when I threw in the R word that one day, and then Drew was like, oh, you said retire. it, so I'm going to start saying that. Yep, Re- yeah, you, you said retire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've, said that. I've said that enough hey. times, I'm comfortable with it. Yep, well, there you go. So either, but nonetheless, let's get back, back on track. We're playing the Jaguars this week. They've lost two in a row. They have the Colts and the Texans breathing down their necks because they're only a game up. They're kind of in desperation mode. But, you know, I'm going to go to someone I haven't gone to in a minute. I'm going to go to Grant. Grant, preview the game for me. What do what should we expect out of this Sunday night matchup? Well, we know – I mean, we know how games go against the Jaguars no matter, you know, what the level what the level is as far as talent on each team. Um, Sunday night games, any night game against, you know, we're going to be heavily favored. Everybody's going to pick us. And that's another thing that's, you know, can go against you in a sense of how the game flow goes. It's one of those kind of unpredictable games. I think we should. I mean, I, I think we win by a score. When I say a score, I mean a touchdown. And we'll get into Are we that really later, heavily favored, though? I feel like we are. No. I mean, Ch- I mean Trevor last Lawrence I saw is pretty the spread is a field goal. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, when I say heavily favored, I mean like everybody's going to pick us. Like when they do the the analysts, he means picks like analysts. That. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I was going to say, I mean, we all, we pick all pick the Ravens. But, we all pick the Ravens every game, so I don't know if we can yeah. complain about. You know. No, but I mean, well, that's different though. But um, I, I think that you know it's going to be one of those games where we have to play better than we did last Sunday. I think I haven't checked the weather. Hopefully, it's you know no rain down there. Hopefully, it's a little bit better. But Lamar tends to show up and show out in primetime games. So that's the flip side to it. Um, they don't really – I mean, they they don't scare me in the run game. I mean, the way that they utilize Travis Etienne out of the backfield, I'm fully confident with on any type of swing routes or slots or anything like that. Like, Queen's been really good in, in pass defense on that. Roquan's good in pass defense, but he also is going to solidify the middle of the field. His physicality has been insane, man. He was just a wrecking ball on Sunday, and I love his game. I love the way he plays. Um, Receiving-wise, Marlon needs – or, you know, their receivers-wise, but how or how we defend them, Marlon needs to step up. Um, I get it was wet. You know, he just got back, like all that stuff. But this is going to be a game where, you know, he knows he had a bad game, and he's a person that's not going to be afraid to admit he had a bad game. 
but I think this is a game he can come back and bounce back on it. Um, they don't have anybody that scares me. And, you know, that could come back to bite me. Evan Ingram might be, you know, a play. We, if they, we said on how PSF. They utilize In- yeah. Ingram and uh, ETN. That's going to be the mix-up depending on how they utilize them, but I don't think they're going to be able to kind of punch without us counter-punching how they put line them up and move them around the ball. Yeah, we said on PSF you, you got to get to Calvin Ridley early. He's the kind of guy that you can sort of take out of an entire game if you shut him down quick. You know, he, he's a guy that needs a couple a couple catches in the first quarter. Otherwise, he kind of goes ghost for the entire game. And Trevor Lawrence is very much, uh, uh, you know, like Jared Goff, where he's like a timing quarterback and uh, needs to be in a rhythm kind of quarterback. And so yeah, if, we dis- yeah, if we disrupt him and we hit him, also he's banged up too. I mean, again, they can yeah. say that he was full participant in practice, whatever, but he had a high well, That's why I think we still. win by touchdowns because I, I don't think he's healthy. And I think he's going to he's gonna feel – extra pressure when he gets pressure in the pocket like there's he's that the best he's the best that, kind of hurt he's yeah. the best kind of hurt because he's not. and honestly christian kirk worries and against us christian kirk worries me more than calvin ridley christian yeah, kirk's hurt like isn't the type he? of game i thought he was yeah, bad. Hurt. no he like no, i think he has, a, he has a core muscle i thought oh, I, I, I took, shit, I took, I thought I took, took him back. no i took him um, 25 plus he had that 26 yard catch and then didn't come back yeah well then never mind then um by the way so the Ravens are uh, three and a half point favorites. Yeah, and so that I mean that's that's basically a six and a half point spread. Yeah, because it's three and a half, and then they're in Jacksonville, so that's yeah, so minus two. Grant's Grant's not not off base there. No, and I, I get Grant's point. Like I, I don't think any analyst is really going to pick the Jaguars, but again, the Jaguars have been that. Um, and we said it before the year; they're that overhyped team. Everybody expects them to, you know, thought highly of them, and they're really not that good defensively it's it's really stopped josh allen he's the um he's the one that scares me on their defense they're, they're not a bad defense by any stretch but like don't let him you know have game-changing plays mm-hmm. and no, I, I feel like we say the same shit every week but like that's how good this ravens team is is that if they play their game and don't make stupid mistakes they they should win easily it's like a very simple formula this year the offense is dangerous running and passing the ball and so you got to figure out which side of that is working from an offensive, you know, game plan standpoint of, you know, you, you have Keaton Mitchell who can run outside the tackles. You have Lamar who can keep the ball running as quarterback, or you have Gus Edwards who can do damage up the middle. You have more than enough firepower with likely flowers, Odell, and maybe even Bateman or Aguilar, you know, in terms of receiving threats from the offensive side of the ball. So you should really have no issue scoring points, and then when it comes to the defense, you know, don't make those fatal mistakes. Don't get burnt on a route outside. Yeah. Don't, you know, leave guys uncovered. Um, if you're sending extra rushers, make sure they actually get home and disrupt the play. And don't let, you know, some kind of broken play happen. Like, make sure you make the tackles in front of you. And this should be a, a fairly easy win. I, I think we can have a comfortable Sunday night if everything goes according to plan and we don't do anything stupid. We don't fumble the ball. We don't, you know throw stupid picks we don't blow coverage well and, right. and in this matchup if we utilize the offense the way that we should i'm going to put it down for for my fan duel but i i think keaton should break 100 that would be if nice they utilize, if they utilize the offense in this matchup how they should he should see the ball more um and if we get out in front and get a lead early i think we see a lot of him early he should break 100 yeah i, I don't disagree with you he's the kind of guy that against their defense can do a lot of damage 
Yeah. Like I said, they really only have that one guy on the line who's really, really Trayvon. talented. I mean, Trayvon's been playing pretty he, good, but he, he they have a bunch of solid guys, but they're not, you know, Josh Allen is the game breaking guy on their defense. That's that's their yeah, miles there. That that's their yeah. kind of guy that and you can just run it to the other side. Like he can't, you know, he's not gonna come across the back of the formation every time and make that play. And Key Mitchell's fast enough that there's no shot he's coming around the formation and making a play if we run to the other side of the ball. Um I think it's a big Ronnie week. Um, you know, again, you got Ronnie and Josh Allen matched up like that's, uh, you know, Ronnie looked good last week. Uh, we said his praises on PSF, but, you know, credit to him. We talked a lot of shit about him all year and he came out and played very well in not great conditions and, you know, did what he was supposed to do. They did a great job shutting down Aaron Donald, too. So I, I think that you can shut down, you know, Josh Allen. If you can stop Aaron Donald, you can stop pretty much anybody. Yeah, I, 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 again, like it, it seems every week we kind of have the same key points, but that's like where we are as as a team. It's, it's a weird spot of we're actually like good and not flawed, and it's not like uh, let's pray that Greg Roman doesn't fuck this up this week. We don't have some like fatal thing to come back and bite us. Oh, we did a whole game review. We didn't even say you know shout out Jerry Rossberg for showing up and fixing special teams. Yep. I mean, yep. thank God, ju- thank God, Justin Tucker called him and had him come. I uh, was Sean Harbaugh. Actually, it was Janine Harbaugh. No. I think it was his daughter. I think it was the daughter. The daughter. Yeah. It was Harbaugh's daughter. That I think sense. she was like, hey, Dad, I think you need to come in. I think you need Man. to call the other, the old timer to fit yeah. that. Remember, remember, remember that Horton's job? Bring Jerry back. Bring, yeah. And I mean, if special teams continues, then, you know, we'll, we'll apologize to Chris Horton too. Uh, I'd be happy for this to be a year of apologies where I tell all these, you know, people that I was wrong about them. Um, which we, uh, which, which is our, you know, most of our listeners know we have no problem admitting when we're wrong. We're just not afraid to say things against the grain. And I'm just not wrong. I'm just not wrong. We're not wrong ever. Yeah. Other than, you know, Grant, Grant has some um, wrong things that he should probably atone for. Or we can hammer him on him and you know bully him into a <laughs> Grant, Grant, the play. Grant, Grant, interesting, the interesting last couple of days for Grant and his uh, yeah. his wide, wide, receiver wide receiver crushes. Presence. So he went from Sunday Sunday at one o'clock. Um, you know his credit to Grant. We were we were the premier Zay Flowers guys and ha- has a great showing. And then you get uh, his buddy George Pickens, just total fucking lunatic. Totally sucks. Complete. Meltdown, complete, complete uh, meltdown, yeah, team cancer. You had a coach who has had a two-time rapist as his quarterback. Had Antonio Brown, who Vontez Perfect knocked all the sense out of him, and just totally went off the rails. He dealt with Martavis Bryant. He dealt with Le'Veon Bell. Never said a word about those guys publicly, but is coming out and saying how bad and how he had poorly a he had a pouncy. He had a pouncy in the yeah. He had a pouncy. He had a he had a pouncy wearing free Aaron Hernandez gear as he was getting indicted and charged with murders. And not a word out of Tomlin, but you know he's talking about George Pickens has got to grow up. Um, Will and I were right as usual. You know that George Pickens is a problem, and I, I think Grant would agree that if Mike Tomlin is coming out and saying things like that, there is clearly a lot more going on there than we that we haven't seen. What we've seen is bad. What must actually be going on must be ten times worse for him to say something. So you have that, and then you have Grant's other wide receiver crush, Kadarius Tony. Doesn't hey, know can you re- can you repeat that last part though? All I heard was a gurgling sound of George Pickens' balls in your mouth. Can you um, go ahead and repeat that one more I, time? I think I think that might have been you playing a video <laughs> on your yeah. phone at the time you met up with George Pickens, because it's it's been you who's been gargling George Pickens' balls, talking about how he's you know 
Greatest yeah, wide so receiver. Dog should him. He's a dog. Oh, you know, man, that's sound. We, we, need, we need him in Baltimore. Blah, blah, blah. This, this has been you <laughs> Look, for a year. For I'm two on my, years, I'm on my George Pickens and Kadarius Tony <laughs> shit now. So, you, you know, know you know what so I heard. I heard that uh, that Joni Harbaugh called. Well, Joni Crane called uh, John <laughs> and told him, "You better not even go near that Pickens kid," because uh, you know. He's been we, beating we up know, all the handicaps. We know, campus. we yeah, we know from being down here at Georgia, he's he's no good. He's a bad apple. I'm a, I'm ask Todd about him. I'm gonna ask Todd about him. Todd, how did you keep that fucking lunatic George Pickens in line? Well, actually, <laughs> tours ACL, so it must have been easy. He was maybe it would be chair. better. Maybe it would be better for him to come here since he happens to play well under Todd. No, or maybe it would be better no. for him to go to like. Maybe it would be better <laughs> for him to go to like the CFL and fuck off. That would probably be. No, he's too you talented. Know. You oh, just okay. gotta get his shit straight. All right. All right. So, and how about Kadarius Tony not knowing where the line of scrimmage is, Grant? I would like your comments. That's pretty, on that. Well, that, apparently that. he was lining up there all game, and they never called it. Why'd they call it then? And if he checked with the referee, the referee's got to either tell him to move up or or he's good. So I mean, so it's the referee's it job. It is, it's, it's the referee's job to tell a professional wide receiver that he shouldn't line up offsides. No, but you, he always check, and he checked. So he oh, either paid yeah. him or he told him to move up. It was one of the two. So. Is it because he didn't have eyebrows? I think maybe that's why the ref probably didn't, you know, give him good so information. He doesn't have eyebrows, so like his helmet pad, his forehead pad, it doesn't have anything to hold it up, so his helmet goes down. So he I was gonna say it doesn't it doesn't stop the sweat. You know, your eyebrows yeah. are like natural sweat stoppers. And Kadarius Tony does a lot of running and not getting open, so maybe he was you know breaking a sweat from earlier in the game and then uh, got in his eyes, didn't know where to line up. That makes sense. Yep, yep. I like, right. I like so, it. he scored. But let, let, let's pivot back here. Let's pivot back. Let's let's bring it in. And so the uniform combinations have not been announced yet. Will, do you want to make predictions on this or do you just want to do scores? Um, no, I think we should definitely do predictions on this. I'll white start. Purple. Yeah, it's been like four weeks. I'll it's start. Purple. It's white purple. We go heavy purple pants in uh in December. In the remaining games, yeah. It's, yeah, it's white I'm, purple. Agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think we I think you see black purple for the um Dolphins game. The Dolphins game. Dolphins game. Yeah. And then Steelers, I guess you could maybe all see black. all black. Yeah, if that has some kind of like playoff implications, or you can like you know kill the Steelers, yeah, it'd be nice to wear a funeral getup for our two AFC um, North I opponents. Hate break, I hate to break it to y'all. I know Jake going to say something. I think we going to pull out the um. Here we you know, go. We're combo for Christmas. I know. Yeah. Let, 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 <laughs> I, I I just Why? feel like <laughs> go white, go black pants if you're coming out here. Well, well actually. The weather oh, you know out what? here, white and black. I wouldn't mind that. White yeah, tops, black bottom. But I, the I know the Ravens are the ninety-four journeys or whatever. I think well, you see color, supposed color to jump it out here. Look, color I'm not trying. I'm not trying to jinx it, but you know damn well on Christmas they're gonna ice out. They're gonna go yeah. white on white on Christmas. I was thinking the I was thinking color rush, too. color rush Christmas. They both start with C's. Color yeah. rush Christmas. Yeah, but they what? They're gonna wear purple on the road. Yeah, they wear color rush on the road. They wore color rushes in, dis- L- in LA the- in 2019. I'm trying to decide. Yeah, but the, they, they, they wore the mustard duties, though. Well, yeah. the, o- the, only, the only way that happens is if uh, San Francisco is going to wear their all white throwbacks. They're yeah. they're going to wear the red throwback. They're yeah, red so, 94 jersey. Yeah, so we're not we're not yeah. doing color rush on, on Christmas. Color rush yeah. Christmas. Calling it no. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, if you're saying color rush is all white. No, I'm saying color, color rush purple. Color rushes on Christmas. They're gonna go all white on Christmas. Um, 
I'm yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, Grant. Hundred percent. Um, I, I think that I think I have a feeling. I just I don't know. I always want purple pants, but I think that they're gonna go white on black this weekend. Okay. If, all right, if so we're all white on black, black, Grant. Oh, hold on. Let me let me uh, uh, so don't let me get derailed here. I need to send these myself. You know what? Oh, I'm with you, Grant. I'm I'm just for the positive vibes. I'm going white and black this week and ho- and hoping for white purple when I go to the game at Levi yeah. Stadium. Let's right, hope for so, the positive. So the, so the three the three intelligent members of this cast have gone white purple this week, and then Jake and Grant went white black. Fuck the OGs of the podcast. Recognize mm-hmm. young blood. Recognize uh, now, Jake. Okay. If you're going, if you're going on Christmas Day, you gotta dress as Santa. I'm gonna wear my fucking ugly Raven Ravens ugly Christmas sweater that day for sure. I'm just debating if I need a poncho or not because the rumor is it's gonna rain. But I mean, we're also like. A fucking week and a half away from all that shit. So yeah, you can't. You that's can't why I don't take that. weather oh, yeah. seriously. I'm about to say that's you got an way, ugly yeah. sweater. You definitely gonna need a poncho because like the sweater getting wet is a nasty. So feeling. I want, hey, I I want Jake to commit. I want Jake to commit to wearing an ugly sweater, and then it's gonna be like 90 degrees at kickoff. That'd be great. <laughs> Ain't no way. Not no. not this time of year. Not out here. Yeah, not where he's at. Nobody. Be- nobody cares about San Francisco weather. It's not real. San Francisco is not a real uh, place. It's not San Francisco, it's Santa Clara. It's like an hour from San Francisco where they play at. So why are the San Francisco 49ers there? Fraud team? Candlestick yes. used to be yes, in. Yes, they are. Candlestick right. used to be in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah the new the new stadium's like just south of San Jose. Shares a park shares a um parking lot with an amusement park. That's fair. Right. It's gonna be a ro- it's gonna be a roller coaster for them on Christmas. So um yeah. all right, yeah, do we wanna do people. so so we should do scores, obviously. Yes, we should do scores. Who wants to go first? Let's do scores. Jake, go first. That's been good luck for us. Yeah, you know what? Well, I picked a beat down last week, and they want to be a nail-biter. I think the Jags are back up. They're against the wall. I think they're going to get their best shot. But ultimately, I think they're going to fail. I got Ravens 31-27. All right. Grant? Um, Like I said, I think it's going to be a one-touchdown game. Um, I'm going 31-24. Um. I think that it is – I think we're going to score. I mean, I, I really do think that we're going to put up points against them. I think I got all the faith in the world in our defense, but they are an offense that if they score early, they can score early. Like you said earlier, Trevor Lawrence is a rhythm quarterback. If he gets rhythm early, it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be like the Rams game is tight. I think we keep a lead, but I think it's like every time they punch, we counterpunch type thing, and I think we're going to stay ahead most of the game. And I, I think we lead the whole game, honestly. Um, unless they receive and kick a field goal early, but I don't think they score a touchdown on the first drive if they get the ball. But I, I see 31-24. All right. I'm going to go 35-17. I think we blow them out. I think it's a big win for the Ravens. I think Trevor Lawrence doesn't finish the game because he's going to say his ankle hurts, and I think that we just blow their fucking doors off. Trippy? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think we're going to get our get back from last week. Plus, we on prime time. I'm going to go with Ravens 40, Jaguars 14. Nice. I was, I was, thinking, about, I was, th- I was hey. thinking about 41. I had 41 in my mind, but I wanted to I, three, Hey, three. that was a that was a score uh, three years ago when we played the Jaguars 40 to 20. I mean, uh, 40 to 14. No, I don't think that was in London. No, no, no. That was no, that was at MT Bank Stadium. Yeah, the one that, uh, the one he's talking about the one we lost forty four to seven I believe that was forty four seven yeah that was a nightmare day yeah, I erased that from him 
Never race I can't up, believe I, I, never I can't believe I woke up. I can't believe I woke up. I think I went right back to sleep. Like I had to watch okay. that shit on Yahoo. Yeah, yeah up again. Ravens still lose. <laughs> and before that, wasn't that the game that uh Jude, did we play the Titans before that or after that when Judon had like when he went nuts? Yeah, he had like four sacks that was, and like two play and you know, like four plays. Or was that Zedarius? Uh no, I think it was Judon. Judon. I think that, yeah. I think that was the next year when we had that game against the Titans. It wasn't the oh, Titans was that Grant's talking about, but I know what game Grant's talking about, where Judon had like three sacks in a row and then ran into the tunnel afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fairly sure that was right before the uh, Jaguars game. So I, I know where you come from, Grant. Don't worry, Jake, Jake's just you know making shit up in California time. It's fine. Fair of Volt dementia. Anyway, yeah. Will score prediction? What you got, player? 30, Thirty-four twenty. There you go. All right, gambling props. Gotcha. Y'all are the gamblers. My state is. Under comrade rule, so you give your gambling picks because the comrades of California run California. So do your thing, Maryland. Tylon right. Wallace, anytime touchdown. That man is is going wild on social media, tagging Lamar four times. You know, like four times in a single post, tagging him forty three other times in tweets. He, he's <laughs> clearly trying to be like, "Hey, Lamar, I exist." Um, I think we get a receiving touchdown out of him. I'm going to put that in the parlay. That's how confident I am in that. Wow. As a standalone, as a standalone obviously, you go Ricard anytime touchdown. That's just a given. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, 50-plus. Zay Flowers, 50-plus. Odell, 50-plus. And I'm going to go with uh, – what's Lamar's over-under at right now? Or is it not posted for rushing yards? Ain't nothing posted yet. It's up for like – Actually, I'm just going to go – I'm going to go Lamar anytime touchdown. I like that. That – that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be another plus eight thousand parlay for me. That better hit this week. So yeah, it's gonna that's gonna be big big money right there. Just so everybody knows, Will put twenty units on Ravens money line, and he asked me to not say, but Will's units are a thousand dollars each. So that's twenty grand he put on the Ravens to win. That's how confident he is. It's not true. It's one hundred percent true. It's fine. You showed me the bets. Look, I did put twenty units on if the this, Ravens money if line. This, but... If this podcast gets a thousand downloads, I'll tweet the slip of Will betting twenty grand on the Ravens to win. That's his own thirty-two guarantee. I will tweet that out, as well as, well as his home address and social security number, just in case anybody wants it. <laughs> My LinkedIn. Oh, good God! <laughs> I think I'm Grant. gonna do. Oh, Grant! Oh, go, go ahead, Trip. Now, Trippy, we, we want yours. We want winning. That's I think I'm a. Um, I think I'm a. I'm gonna go. This is my sleep, but um, Rashad Bateman anytime touchdown this week. Bateman, um, you, you want that in? You want that in the parlay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, let me let me let me give out. Th- th- this is like this the first parlay right here. This is something that you can put together, and I feel sure this all gonna hit. Rashad Bateman anytime touchdown, right? All right. Take the Ravens total points right now is over twenty three and a half. I like that. Also, give me the first half spread. Ravens minus five and a half. Um. Oh, I'm gonna run that. Uh, this um. Shit, my bad, y'all. Um, send me that uh parlay I, I sent you for the London game. I think I'm gonna run that back. The Lamar three passing touchdowns, three hundred yards. I think I'm gonna do three hundred yards, three passing touchdowns. Um, and I probably just take each receiver for like twenty five yards, just to like you know what I mean, build it up for spread. Yes, yeah, spread it out yeah. and add a couple. Yeah, this is gonna um, be. Hopefully, this is the week. The um. The last couple of weeks, I put in what I call the trippy parlay. I put $32 on parlaying the Ravens winning the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter. So it's like plus 900 usually. And so it's like a $300 payout or $400 payout. One of these weeks is going to hit. 
I feel good about it this week. And and look, also for the listeners, right? We going um I'm gonna send out a parlay that's gonna be on the Zone 32 podcast this week. It's gonna be something simple. It's gonna be a nice 10 leg. You know what I mean? Couple of receptions. I think I, I'm gonna leave out anytime touchdown. Matter of fact, no, I'm gonna put the anytime touchdown on it. It's definitely gonna have Bateman on there. We gonna we gonna see if the Zone 32 uh parlay hit this week. All right, so hey, so, so the one that you that you were giving out here is Bateman touchdown, Ravens over 23 and a half <laughs> team total, Ravens minus five and a half first half spread. Well, no, minus one and a half, minus one and a half. Oh, okay. And then Bateman, and then, and then Lamar 300. Well, Lamar 300 plus Lamar yep. three three passing touchdowns. Yeah, and each and each and, Zay Odell Bateman and Nelly, or just Zay Odell and Bateman. Um. Yeah, you could put Nelly on it. I think Nelly because Nelly could easily like two catches. He could easily get that shit. Yeah, and put uh lightly on there, twenty five yards. All five, all five of them for twenty five yards. I like it. That's gonna be like a plus fifteen thousand parlay. That's yeah. again, that's that's get rich money. Yeah, I mean, I could see it happening. I mean, the only thing we'll probably had to worry about is what Rashad Bateman touchdown, right? Well, and I mean Lamar three hundred plus and three touchdowns is you know that's just. Big. I mean, it's a, he's capable of it every single game, but it's it doesn't happen all that frequently. All right, look, this is what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to double check on that, but I'm going to look at Lamar numbers in Florida, how he play in Florida. All right. If he doesn't go out to the club till well, 4 I mean, like, in the morning the night before if I, he if, if I'm doing a, a, a parlay that the odds are as long as this one are going to be, I'm probably going to say Lamar. I got to charge like, my phone. My phone like already dies. 250 or even like 200 just to, to know the leg's going to hit. And then like one, yeah. uh, like one plus touchdowns or two plus touchdowns, but 300 plus and three touchdowns. That's, I mean, scared, if, scared money doesn't make money. That is, that's, hey, man, a, hey, Chris, that's a tall hey, order coming up, man. I know. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying that, that that's going to juice those numbers big time. Big Look, time. your kids, if, if, if your children are asking for crazy presents, you put, you know, don't put a will you don't put a one thousand dollar will unit on that bet. But if you put uh you know <laughs> you put ten bucks on that, then then you're in good shape. You can buy him whatever fucking gift they're looking for. So no. Um I had the over on points plus seven or I mean oh, minus seven. Oh, over forty two and a half? No, over Ravens. Oh, over okay, Ra- Ravens team total. 20, gotcha. Yeah, over Ravens team total, minus seven. Lamar two plus passing touchdowns. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ravens over 23 and a half. Hmm. Uh minus seven. seven. Oh, okay. So you're 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 doing you're you're selling Grant's points buying here. points. Yeah, or selling points or whatever you want to look at. It will start posting them on the uh page too. I, I see how you was doing the uh, prediction stuff. Um, I like that. And then yeah. that's it, uh Lamar two plus is passing. Hold up, hold up. So you want to do Ravens minus seven. You don't want to take the the number that they're giving out right now? Grant's uh-huh. smarter than Vegas. Hey, that's more money. That 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 might be plus money. You're right doubling now, right? the spread. Grant's looking yeah, for plus I'm money. I'm going minus seven. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm about to check right sure. now. Hold on, I got you. I'm yeah. just making sure. So Ravens so, over twenty three and a half. Ravens minus yeah. seven. Okay. Yeah, Lamar two plus passing. Two plus. All right. Keaton a hundred plus. Whoa. Hey Grant, that minus seven and a half for the Ravens is at plus one eighty six right now. He so go. he he would be he'd be at minus six and a half though, not seven and a half. Minus seven. Yeah, six. And I'm, I'm gonna do a parlay. I think well, I'm gonna take the Ravens twelve um, and a half. That's and plus have, ten. You want you want to add and that? Then, yeah. And then, Zay, and, then, and then Zay and Keaton anytime. I think I might have the lowest odds in my parlay, and mine was pretty fucking wild. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. I like it. These are these are fucking lottery tickets. All these. Um, Christmas season, man. Yep. All you right. get a Christmas bonus from your work. Put it all on our parlays. Guar- guaranteed a re- great ROI if one of them hits. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, Lamar forty plus rushing. I love that Lamar forty plus. Um, Zay, Odell, and uh, Isaiah likely all to go uh, over three catches. Zay three plus. Um, Gus Edwards touchdown. He's due. It's a good call. And Zay fifty plus. Right. Mine's, defi- mine's definitely the lowest odds of of the, of all these. Yeah, Tylon puts mine ahead of yours, and probably going fifty plus for Odell and Zay puts me ahead of you too. Yeah, it's just nice to come out of this not looking. And like also, any far. listeners that's listening, like just because we saying like like if we saying like a, like Odell twenty five, we not saying that they can't get more. That's just a safe ticket. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like the the reality is somebody between Zay and Odell is probably going to get seventy or eighty yards, but. Just tough to tell who it's going to be. That's why I say. That's why I always. I. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure every single week I've given out Lamar 40 plus, and he doesn't all. He hasn't hit it every single week, but he he hits it almost every single week. So it's just like a a base. It's like a foundation for your parlay. You got you got to have a couple of legs in there. You know you're going to hit. Right. So if you do the if you do the base like you know Zay 40, you know what I mean, or 50, you know. So basically, only thing you got to really pick is like an anytime touchdown to make it look, you know what I mean, a little decent. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. This is like last week. Remember that parlay I sent to y'all? It was a good parlay. Like everything hit like to the point. I even took like Cooper Cup and like Puka for 25 yards. I know people probably was looking like, damn, what the fuck? 25 yards? They gonna get more? But it was just like. It's free money. It's yeah, free it's, money. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. There's no reason not yeah, to put something like that on there. I was on there and he ain't scored, so it fucked it up. But at the same, you know what I'm saying? But it still, the payout still was good by right. adding that Gus Edwards touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, I mean, basically everybody had a Gus Edwards anytime touchdown last week. Actually, everybody. I had somebody, I, I don't know if you remember, I had somebody call me during the game and say, You think the Ravens are going to win? And I was like, Yeah. Um, future future podcast guest Michael Montante, I'm sure will come on at some point. But um, Jets fan, but he called me. He's like, "I think the Ravens are going to win." It's minus two fifteen when they were like, you know, halftime hit. And I was like, "Yeah, they're going to win." And he's like, "When Gus went up to plus three eighty for an anytime touchdown at halftime." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "This is fucking free money." I I texted like thirty people that I was like, "Put your fucking mortgage on this," and then he just didn't score. He barely <laughs> he barely, barely and did I mean, anything. And yeah. a lot of people basically had Gus on the parlay because I mean. He, he he like a he a touchdown machine. Also, it was raining. So, but the the crazy thing about it was no running back scored this Sunday. Yeah, like who yeah. would have thought that? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Pretty, like pretty fucking wild when you think about it. No no running back scored, which is uh, rare rare for us. Yeah, we don't get a running back in the end zone. Yep. All right, so do we get Bates, into uh... if, if Bateman scored this week? That'd be our four. I, I bought a four week streak because every time I say somebody go score, they been scored. So. Let's keep it going. Balenciaga Bateman touchdown. If it happens, Trippy called it first for the record. I want everybody to credit him for that. Um, all right, do we get into song choices? Yep. Thank God. Thank God Will can't pick this week with his pandering bullshit. I'm telling you, that Man, wasn't let me, pandering. Yeah, yeah, wasn't let, me pandering. Motherfu- let me guess the motherfucker won this week again, huh? This is the first time he's won the song poll. I've, I've, only, I've only won the song poll once, but yeah, it was this week. And I'll tell you what, I bought a new car last week on Monday. I got in the car and connected my Spotify and the first song that shuffled on was put on. That's why I picked that song. 
Now, I thought she's right. Hey, well, I thought he's right to say some NBA young boy. <laughs> no, Will's Will's not. That, that Will's would not never. Like that. that would that would never shuffle on my on, on my Spotify. Yeah, Will's classes. So what are we doing the song choice? Let me go first this week. Um, uh, no, we gotta let Jake go first. Nobody's gonna vote first choice. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just like a. This is just a filler filler choice. He's gonna Jake, get like Jake. Golfers. Jake was getting some strong. Uh, Jake, momentum Jake at gets... certain points last week. Nobody yeah, knew. At, what, no, at one point, I, I was. Like, I did him a favor, and I didn't. I, I wasn't able to fit the name of the band in there, so I just said, "What did it say?" Uh, ABC Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jake, Jake, everybody looks at our song choice and they're like, "I don't know what the fuck any of these are." I'm going to vote for Jake's. That's pretty much that's his 14 percent that he gets every week. <laughs> well, I was ahead of you. Then you called your Russian boss to take the lead. I understand. No, then then Russian people of culture got drew into third place. People of culture Russian, woke up. Russian collusion got drew, drew in the third place. But anyway, you know what? I'm going to keep up with the Christmas theme. I was thinking about a Florida rapper, but I opted not to do that. I'm going to go another August Burns Red song, Green Sleeve. What is it? All right. Green Sleeve. Green <laughs> Sleeves? <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. Green no, 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 Sleeves? No Green Sleeves. Okay. I think the actual song name is What Child Is This By? Everyone knows it's green sleeves. I've never heard that in my life, but okay. No, uh, if you Should listen to the melody, honest. you'll know you'll know the song. No, I I can already tell you. I, <clears throat> I'm just telling you, I've never heard green sleeves. I'm gonna do. Yeah. Forty two. The number. Uh, well, four two. Doug. D u g g. It's called Go Again. I'm choosing that because if you listen to the song, it's basically we going back to Jacksonville and here we go again. So go again. It's it. called. Yep. Go again. All right. So. Yeah. Here we go again. All right, because we're going to Florida. I'm going to go with um, recent falsely arrested rapper Kodak Black. Um, said that he's never done cocaine. He only does meth. So the arrest was bullshit. Uh, so free him. I'm going to go Kodak Black, stay flocking. I mean, that. I like I, that. I, I like I'm that. pandering. Like I'm that. pandering. I'm pandering. Uh, look, the man's in the news. I'm just telling you that I I, I pick winners. What is the problem? That's a pandering pick, and you know it. Have you heard that song before, Will, or have you never heard a Kodak Black song in your life? I couldn't tell you. I, 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 if you played one, I wouldn't know it was him. The only one that I know is the one that he made up uh, while he was on Sunday Conversation. When you see him, he's white. That's a great song. Yeah. But he's, he's innocent on all cocaine charges, for the record. He only does meth. That was, that was from his own mouth. Why would somebody lie about that? So Yeah, the only reason being... I know who he is is because he's friends with Lamar, and people talk about him, but and I know what he looks like. Man, I wish that man get help. Real shit. I don't, no, know, fine. I, I don't know any of his music. I, I I would not know any song if you played it for me. Do you know uh, that that Cardi B song that made her famous is is a ripoff of the song that I picked? Um, the fucking ye- Bodak Yellow or whatever the fuck she got famous for. You got a writing credit on that. I hate that fucking song. Same. I'm just here educating Will, you know, making him a more uh, I mean, you might as well be fucking trying to teach me trigonometry right now, too, because none of this. <laughs> I, is could, I could do that if you want. Resonating. I mean, who, uh, and so, Will, you can't go because you won. Right. Yes. That's um, right. So it's you, Grant. It's all I'm, you. I'm, I'm doing uh, the game feature, Nate Dog, where I'm from. I like it. Okay. There you go. So we'll just wrap that, easy, wrap that easy one up for Drew. I'm just gonna save. I'm gonna save my good pick for. You a, went a straight day. for flocking. You knew what you were doing with that flocking. We flocking title. You know everybody's gonna eat that up. Yep. Right. yep. I mean that's just it's it's the song that got him on the map, and he was just. Did I ain't gonna lie. I'm definitely voting for that song. 
<laughs> He's gonna vote for his own pick. <laughs> that's how. That's how good. That's how good my pick was. Well, no, I ain't gonna lie. Okay. I've been doing that the last couple of weeks. I ain't even been choosing my song. I just choose one of yours. I respect it. Should, uh, Will Chip, Will Chip spent it. twenty Chip. units on his song last week. Yeah. No, I, 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 I haven't. I have. I swear. To, I swear to you. I have not uh, interfered with any of our music polls. You would yeah, know. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I really be thinking you got some bots or something, bro. No, uh, well, no, no, no. I do. I do. I do have a. Uh, I do have as as a, a resource. Listen, I do have a bot like, resource, that, but but like you can the least amount of votes you can buy is a hundred. Um. So yeah, I it would stand up. Yeah, we, we we don't we we yeah we, not the one polls that you do and it would be like fifty uh, ten thousand votes or whatever. <laughs> we'll 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 purchase a shit ton of votes to make people you know think that I was gay. So that was uh that happened. Well, I also I also purchased a bunch of votes to to help you beat Jeff D. Lowe. Yeah, bitch, bronze fan. He deserved it. It was uh it was right. a bracket. It was a bracket in honor of his dead father, and I fucking knocked him out round two mm-hmm. after winning the there playing you. game. Yep. Anywho. And, then he, and then he accused me of botting votes and I was like I did nothing sir that's right <laughs> fuck you Jeff D. Low, low post but that's gonna do it for this week's installment we will be back to discuss this that and the other but meanwhile <laughs> it's time for me to die oh, yes <laughs> that was the best one in a week yes, that was really that good best. yeah <laughs> Zone, zone 32. 32.